Hey, it's Kevin, and I want to welcome you to episode 105 of the Higher Purpose Podcast. I'm pretty wound up and wired up and ready to go with this conversation. If you're a longtime listener, you know I don't have that many repeat guests. I do have a few, and rare do I have them back-to-back. We had one two-part episode, and this one is very close together. Steve Foran is joining me again today. He was just with me four episodes ago in, in episode 101, and here we are in 105. And there's something very interesting about these conversations. This and the ones I had a year ago with Juliana Park that were back-to-back, a two-parter. They're all about gratitude. So let's jump in, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Steve Foran, what? An absolute joy to welcome you back to the Higher Purpose Podcast. It is so awesome to be back here, and thanks for listening again. That's right. You're listening. Thanks for putting up with us. Steve, we have had so much fun in the short amount of time that we've known one another, and we've yet to meet in person. Yeah, I know. It won't be too long. We will soon. I know that. That's right. Steve, I've been in business 14 years now through X Factor Consulting, and, and what we've done in the last month, and I mean, I bold caps, the last month, the last 30 days has truly stood out as the most remarkable thing, air quotes, or project that I've done in 14 years of business. Why that? Because of the impact, the excitement, the resonance of what we're doing and what we're talking about. And it's just remarkable. So, you know, that's why I invited you back to join back and let's have another conversation. And something else stood out to me, Steve. The only other person that I had conversations this close together with, the same guest, two conversations, those were back to back. And here we are four episodes apart. Both were on the topic of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> gratitude is a powerful emotion, character strength whatever you want to call it. And over these last couple of weeks, it's really reinforced in me that people say, you know, it's what do you got to do to be grateful? And, you know, the practices, and it's really gratitude isn't a series of practices. It really is a way of life, isn't it? It's a way of life that shapes everything about how we make sense of the world. I want you to say that again. Let's unpack that. Well, okay, I'm going to pause. We're going to come back to that because folks, once we get this roller coaster going, it, it's, it's out of the gate. I hope you can remember what you said to say it again. But before we even do that, Steve, I want to ground this conversation in gratitude. So what are you grateful for right now? Well, I have been making a gratitude list every single day for, I couldn't tell you the last time I have not made my grant 12, 13, 14 years. I don't know. Wow. And the last two weeks. So I'm grateful to have participated in this, the gratitude challenge that we did together because it enabled me to go deeper than I even maybe thought I was able to do. And so grateful to be a part of that in this community, in this wonderful world we live in today. So, wow. It's kind of lifting yourself up by the bootstraps, but it is, I'm grateful for the gratitude that has been able to come into my life. So that's me. How about you, Kevin? What are you grateful for in this moment? Yeah, in this moment. So folks, let's contextualize what in this moment looks like, because when you hear this, this episode will release on July 30th, and that will be day nine of the second pass through the 10-day gratitude challenge. 
However, Steve and I are recording this, you know, because of production schedules and all of that. We're recording this on Monday, July 22nd, which is the day we launched the second 10-day gratitude challenge that we've done. So what I am grateful for, Steve, there are just so many things and they're all interconnected here. And you listening, you know, I can be a corny guy. I can be a goofy guy. I don't care. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm grateful that Marianne Kerr tagged the two of us on a LinkedIn post in April because that was the catalytic moment that allowed us to connect. And then you and I reaching out and becoming friends and becoming collaborators in this project and other projects has been amazing. So everything that led to us doing this 10-day gratitude challenge or these two 10-day gratitude challenges that we're doing now, and the way that has ignited what I said a moment ago, this is the most exciting stuff I've done in 14 years of business. Now, here's what's really funny. It's not generated a dime of revenue yet. It will, folks. I mean, that's not, it, we're not doing it to generate revenue. We're doing it because the world needs more gratitude. And just doing this and watching the way people have ignited in their response. So we thought, we announced the first one on July 2nd. And in the United States, July 4th is a really big deal. But I felt so strongly that we needed to release, launch that on July 8th, that Monday, and was hoping to get 100 people. And Steve, we ended up with 290 people. How did that happen? Because other people got excited. Folks like Steve Brown, folks like Mike Sippel just put love behind it and blew it up with their spheres of influence. Well, here we are. We've launched another one today. And guess what? We have over 300 people in this challenge. So this means in a month's period, we have helped 600 people from literally around the world go deeper and be more intentional, more focused in their practice of gratitude. And that's what I'm grateful for in this moment, Steve. That's nice. And you know, one of the nice things I love about this whole challenge is, you know, the sacrifices that other people have made to promote this and to comment on it. I say sacrifices. These are things that they've done on their own with no prompting, no intention to return. But because they did that. They made those posts on Twitter or LinkedIn or sent emails to people and say, you got to do this with me. I want to do this together because they did that impact that you felt in your life. And I, I felt it too. And it's because of others. And really, yeah. there's only one appropriate response. When everything in your life is a gift. So very powerful. Yeah. So it even opened my eyes. You know, I host this Humans First Hangout every Friday and people from around the world join that. The first week of the 10-Day Gratitude Challenge just opened my eyes to lead a conversation on extreme or extravagant generosity because that's what we tapped into doing this Gratitude Challenge. People were just generous. Folks, I understand internet marketing. I've studied internet marketing, and I know how programs work and affiliate programs, and you pay people to share your stuff. We didn't pay anybody anything because, you know, it was just a free program. And folks have responded like crazy. People have been more excited to share this free program than any paid program I've ever offered, Steve. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, well, let's focus in. We wanted to use this gratitude challenge kind of as the launching point for this conversation today. You know, we started this, you and I, I mean, it was us leading up to that conversation, which was episode 101. If you've not heard that first conversation Steve and I had, Steve wrote a book 
Surviving to Thriving, The Ten Laws of Grateful Leadership. And we went deep into that book in episode 101. We'll include the link in the show notes here if you want to go pick that one up. But as we were preparing for that, I called Steve one day and I said, hey, Steve, what do you think of us doing a gratitude challenge? And I had no idea what a gratitude challenge would look like at that moment. And your response was? Absolutely. Yes, let's do it. So then, you know, we went into this trying to figure it out. And Steve and I both have this core belief that gratitude is the way I say it. Gratitude is the gateway and the foundation to an extraordinary life. Gratitude is what opens the door that leads you, as Steve says, from surviving and striving to a life of thriving, flourishing, however you choose to define that, you listening. So we thought, what's the least amount of time we could engage people in a focus, an intentional gratitude practice that would move people from where they were on a scale of zero to 10, move them from surviving and striving towards arriving and thriving. And we thought, could we make a difference in as little as 10 days? That was the hypothesis. So what was the experiment? And what have we tapped into so far? Yeah, you know, just sending out those 10 emails with simple ideas to take your gratitude deeper, to amp it up and just come up with some ideas around that and send them to you. And we got to remember Kat Hayes, who provided just a wonderful illustration that I think was maybe one of the reasons people really wanted to share this, to share Kat's beautiful artwork and her artistry and interpretation, to be able to take your gratitude deeper. And, you know, Kevin, I was just so uplifted by the messages that you received most of them back. Anyone who emailed, because it was coming from you, and we agreed we're not going to share the emails that go to Kevin. Kevin's the one that has that. But just sharing the difference that... Mm -hmm it was making in people's lives. And then even the before and after that we measured with folks who participated and we saw the needle moved. Yeah, so, and you know, because I sent emails to everyone on the team and the team, let me just, for the record, so everyone knows that the Gratitude Challenge team, the unofficial team sponsor is Marianne Kerr just because she introduced us. Then there's Christy Kern. Christy's not that active on social media, but Christy and I, Christy collaborated with me a few years ago when we did the Navigating North online summit about purpose. She was my collaborator in the extraordinary experiment that we did last year. And then a few weeks ago, she had said, I think we need to conduct another experiment. And that was probably what planted the seed that led to this. And then I invited you, Steve. And then I reached out on Twitter. Again, this extreme generosity. I reached out on Twitter and said, hey, does anybody know an artist? I'm just thinking there's an artist out there that wants to join this team and contribute original artwork around gratitude. And our friend that you now know, Gary Turner from the UK, introduced us to Kat Hayes. And Kat said, I'm on board. And I'm amazed because Kat and I, all of this was done over direct messages of Twitter. We have yet to have a conversation. I just communicated the vision and the ideas for the challenges, and she developed this beautiful artwork. So there's this extreme generosity that's even involved in the challenge. But the one thing I wanted to say, Steve, is, and you know this is true because of those emails. Folks, I've experienced so much gratitude that it's been leaking out my eyes every day of the 10-day challenge is what I said to Steve and the team. I was just so many days a blubbering mess. It was just overwhelmed that, you know, I found myself tearing up. 
And that's amazing. 10 days in a row. Yeah, it really is. And I know this show that this conversation we're having here now isn't meant just to promote and gloat about this gratitude challenge. And if you're thinking that as you're listening, this would be the time to kind of say, you listen right to the very end. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just no, because gratitude is one of these things that once it gets you, it hooks you, like as you can just hear from Kevin in this conversation and his tone and his just everything about him is that it fundamentally changes how you see the world, how you make sense of it. And when we spend time thriving, that's like what it was when we were kids back at recess. The best days of childhood. Whatever it was. And sometimes there were bad days at recess, but in the playground is life can be that way. And gratitude has the way to that happen. All right. So a moment ago, I want to say this because for people that really know me, if you really know me, I get excited. I do know that. But folks, I hate hype and I will not hype anything. So if I'm excited about something, I'm really excited about something. And okay, so I'm going to spoil something here if you join the challenge. But the 10th day of the challenge, we ask people to reflect on what's changed over the past 10 days. And on day 10 of the first challenge, I remember writing in my journal, one of the things that's changed that I'm so excited about is this newfound energy and excitement for everything I'm doing because of the gratitude challenge. And because I've made it very clear, I've talked about the challenges I've had with depression before on the podcast. And I wasn't in a depressed state, but it wasn't a good state either, you know? And, and so folks, yeah, what we're talking about is real. And so, Steve, there's some topics we want to talk about. But before we get into those, you were about to mention something about we thought we'd ask people when they join the challenge, rate yourself. Where would you put yourself from zero to 10, zero being surviving? Surviving at its worst, yeah. Surviving at its barely surviving, yeah. and 10 being thriving. Yeah. And what we had were people at every point. Yeah, Folks, I mean, there were zeros and there were tens. And every point in between. So, and then at the end of the 10 days, we ask people to self-assess again. Yeah, so what do so you want to say about what we've discovered? It's really interesting. And I mean, this isn't a scientific study of any means, but. Well, you may be a scientist, but I'm not capable of a scientific <laughs> study. So you listening know that, that it's not scientific if I did it. But pretty simple. Just yeah. asking people to self-report, you know, really how you feeling at the beginning Ask the exact same question, how you feeling at the end? And we had little more than 10% of the total population respond to both questions. And on average, and I'm surprised by this, by the amount of it, on average, people reported a 46.5% increase in how they felt on that scale of 1 to 10. So in terms of moving the needle, not a lot of things you can do that are going to move the needle 46.5% in 10 days. 10 days. I'm, I'm surprised by that, Kevin. I don't know if you are. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. And the other point you made when we were looking over the data, you pointed out there were a few people that didn't move at all. Yeah. And then I pointed back out, yeah, but they started at a nine. Right. So, so there's still a nine. So there wasn't a lot folks, of room for those people to move. Yeah, so so only the folks that didn't move were the ones that were rated very high at the and so that kind of makes sense and you know as i looked at it it'd be like oh wow you get a larger data set here yeah it could really make some sense out of you know when is the amount of 
I don't want to like to call it benefit because then it takes gratitude into something very transactional. But certainly at some points on the scale, it appears that this whole gratitude immersion really has a bigger impact than at other places. Yeah. And what excited both of us was that this idea of just could 10 days, I mean, folks, if you've been to the landing page, that's what we ask. Could 10 days of gratitude make a difference? What Mm. difference could 10 days make? And could you move from surviving and striving to a little more thriving in as little as 10 days? Apparently, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Steve, I want to Well, I'm going to say one more thing that may sound like hype, and that is someone that has joined this second cohort. This is someone that's become a friend through social media from one of the lands down under. I'm not going to, I don't have permission to talk, so I'm not going to disclose the person's name. But when they signed up, they said, I'm a two. If I could just get to a five in the end of 10 days, that would be significant change. And to make sure, because this person's, you know, in the land down under and they're on a different time zone than us and all of that things, I reached out to this person and said, hey, I want to make sure that you got it and what time of day did you get it and how could we make this better, all of that. And they said, oh, it's perfect. It came, you know, six o'clock in the afternoon, my time, gave me the opportunity to reflect and I'm already at a six. <laughs> did you have a, a conversation with that person too? I Kevin? did. I did. Is what I ended my week with was a conversation with this person. And that was what helped them begin to shift, right? It was just this, they know gratitude. It wasn't a new thing for them, but they had just been so overwhelmed with a lot of issues on multiple levels, the job front, the family front, the health front, all of those things, like so many of us have, Steve. Mm. And just that beginning to shift. So that's what I want to ask you. What shifts? What changes? What actually happens when we embrace gratitude and invite gratitude into our life? Yeah. I mean, the science is growing on this, right? And there's just tremendous interest in, you know, neuroscience. And so some of the stuff that they find is that gratitude it starts to trigger parts of the brain that produce the neurotransmitters, oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine. And these are the things that make us feel good. These are the antidote, the antidote to cortisol. Mm. Cortisol is the thing that gets shot into our blood and our systems. It's the neurotransmitter when we're stressed. When When we're triggered, fight or flight, right? When we're in survival, Right When we're in survival mode, our bodies are like, okay, get on high alert. And it shuts down executive function in the brain so we don't think as clearly. It it causes blood to be diverted from parts of the body to vital organs and muscles that need to be used directly. It changes the way we breathe, right? It changes how we breathe. That's good in for short periods of time. That question takes me back to a couple episodes ago when you had Bob Chapman was on and he referenced some work that said, you know, the number one cause of chronic disease in your country, and I suspect in my country and in a lot of countries in the Western world, is stress. And the number one source of stress is in the workplace. And where stress comes from is the production of cortisol, right? And that is accompanies it. So how can we do something about this? Simply expressing and experiencing gratitude 
Cortisol cannot be produced at the same time as oxytocin and serotonin. And oxytocin is in its highest concentrations in the human body in women at childbirth. And so it is a bonding. It brings people together. It's if you're at a funeral and you see somebody talking about a parent, a wife or a husband or son or daughter who died and they start to choke up and just have to pause to compose themselves and you just get this overwhelming feeling that comes over you, that's oxytocin. Very likely that's oxytocin. And it bonds you to that person who you don't even know. Mm. And when you witness gratitude, when you experience gratitude, when you express it, you get these little shots of oxytocin, not in those same levels where you feel it that way, but you get it. And your body learns to like to want it. And so it produces dopamine, which makes you want to act and it makes it addictive. Mm. And so if you think of, you know, when your phone buzzes, what do you want to do? You just have this urge. You want to check it, don't you? Like, thank you, the listener. I'm going to say it depends on the day. Someday that means throw it out the window. No, I'm teasing. That's dopamine at work because it's like, and it's dopamine maybe doing something that's helpful, maybe not helpful. But when you start practicing gratitude and you start making gratitude away your life, your brain rewards you by giving you a shot of dopamine every time you find something grateful for. And it makes you want to do it again. So this is why so many of the social media use the alerts, right? To get you going there to see what people contributed, what they said, how many people liked your post. Again, that's just driving these behaviors and these responses. I mean, these physiological responses to these external triggers. It absolutely is. Now, what we don't know, what science doesn't, they don't know how it all works yet. I mean, it's still okay, how is this causing this and this? And But we know just from neural mapping of the brain and they can see what a brain looks like when it's grateful, when it's stressed and what parts of it light up. And it's better for us to be healthier if we have a, you know, a grateful mindset and because uh, it, it leads us to, and then just simply making better decisions. When we're in a stress mode, that is not the time for us to make complex decisions. Well, the first person I went in deep with gratitude on the podcast was about this time last year. And it was around the book, The Abundance Loop. And in the book, Juliana Park talked about contrasted two cycles, the scarcity loop and the abundance loop. And what got her looking into this in the first place was the bad outcomes of bad decisions in her life. Mm. And when she backed it up, and I can say this with Juliana, every bad decision I ever made in life was triggered by fear. Yeah. Some kind of fear. Well, Juliana, well, like, what's the antidote for that? Gratitude. Gratitude produces peace of mind. Peace of mind produces wise decisions. Wise decisions allow better outcomes. outcomes. So back to this. It's a loop. It is a loop. It's a cycle. And it's simple too, right? This is the thing with gratitude. And we can be tempted to discount it because it is so simple. Yeah. One of the things, it's not always easy. And so one of the things that at least was proven true or demonstrated through the gratitude challenge is is that there was so much external support from other people. People who weren't even a challenge were commenting on posts that I saw on social media. It's like, wow, that is an awesome post. And it's just creating waves and ripples. 
that are going out and touching other people too. Okay, so we're talking about this. We're talking about what happens in our bodies and mm. where with gratitude. And you kind of touched on this, but why? Why? Why is gratitude as important as it is now, which may be because I've already heard you say, and what Bob Chapman said, because of the levels of stress, anxiety, of just worry and madness in the world. And what we see here played out somewhere every week of the year in the United States is some episode of road rage on the highways. You know, people are so angry. Why is gratitude so important now, Steve? You know, Kevin, we live in the most prosperous time in all of human history. You know, I can speak for North America, the average North American has a quality of life that is higher than what royalty would have lived probably about a hundred years ago when the Titanic. Okay. I've right? heard, yeah. So, yet at the same time, happiness is not like in the United Nations report on happiness is showing, particularly in the Western world, for the first time last year, the first it didn't increase, it decreased, and life expectancy decreased, decreased. for the first time and predicting further decreases. And it's not like we're falling off a slope here, but if this, how connected we are in our world today, it is so easy to see all the tragedy. Mm. It's so easy to see all the negative and we are attracted to the negative by nature. Well, the, the negative is what gets amplified by most of the media that's out there. It does, and it gets amplified by our brains because we have this still, our ancient brain, our reptilian brain still has a disproportionate amount of control over. So we even amplify that. And because the media knows that, that's going to get the attention. And so that can bring us back into this survival mode. And when we're in this survival mode, we're not in a positive emotional state. You know, so if you go back to the abundance loop and the scarcity loop, what kind of decisions get made when we're in a negative emotional state? We're not going to make our best possible decisions. How are we feeling about ourselves and those when somebody else gets a promotion or gets a, a new house or a car or their child does well at uh, gymnastics? And how does that make you feel? Do you feel like, wow, that's awesome. You're celebrating them, even though your own child might not have done the same or you didn't get the promotion. It makes us less inclined to do that when we can be grateful and happy for what we have. Mm. We can be joyous in other people's, and I'll say success, but define success any way you want. It could be any of those things I previously said. It could be a vacation, anything, and not envious of them. And the social media can be easily seen as a vehicle to talk about all the good things in my life and not touch on any of the bad things. So I can be painting this picture that is not realistic of who I really am. And if that's all we're exposed to every day, it's easy to go, man, I'm a loser. I'm not worthy. I don't have anything to be grateful for, which is the antithesis of the belief that I hold that you, Kevin, and you listening, you are worthy. I believe this. I believe you are worthy and you have much to be grateful for. Mm. Mm. So I said a lot there, and I don't know what that triggers in anyone or uh, in you or, or prompts. It triggers so much in me. And again, what it triggers most is just more reason for gratitude, more reasons to be grateful. 
Steve, you said, what does that trigger in your mind, Kevin? What does that trigger? Steve, one of the days of the challenge, and spoiler alert, if you've not yet taken the challenge, you may have seen it on social media. One of the days we had fun, we called it the lemonade challenge. The lemonade challenge. I grew up always hearing, hey, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade, right? And I had a friend the day after the lemonade challenge reached out to me and said, hey, Kevin, I need help. Can we talk? And he went through all the things that were going on in his life the day before, technical problems with computers and stuff. And I just said to him, I said, gosh, sounds like you were delivered a truckload of lemons. Let's have a sale on lemonade today in your business, you know? That also triggers up. We had a couple of people, well, we had several people that have shared with us. We've had two people give us permission to share what they shared with us with you listening. We're going to play one of those for you now. It's Mary Ann Kerr. You've heard her name before. She was like the official sponsor. Marianne was gracious to share how the gratitude challenge impacted her. So here, take a listen. This is Marianne Kerr, and I live in Oakville, Ontario, Canada, not too far from Toronto. And it has been an amazing 10-day challenge. There have been so many ways in which I feel I have just been filled with joy, and I've reconnected with people I haven't spoken to in a long time. It's just been really incredible. And I loved the lemonade day. Might have been my favorite day because I think that's really my outlook in life is to take those lemonades and make that lemonade. So, you know, it just was a really amazing 10 days and I'm truly grateful to have been a part of it. And thank you. Thank you all for that. And I'm looking forward to continuing. I love how Marianne has taken this. One of the times we're least likely to be grateful is in the midst of challenge, right? When we have our hands full of lemons. And so the sooner that we're able to, the sooner that you're able to take those lemons Mm -hmm. and see, wow, where's the lemonade here? Where's the gift? Where is the good? Mm -hmm. That's the place where we can start to be able to be grateful for what we have. And involving other people in your life and having those conversations around gratitude, just like you did as well, with your colleague who said, look, you got a truckload of lemons, that can help you with being able to convert those lemons to lemonade. And the nice thing about the lemon to lemonade is that it really illustrates the analogy very clearly, but it's when we have challenges, that doesn't mean gratitude doesn't exist. It's just, it might take a little longer to find it or to dig for it, but the good is there. Well, I loved it. Like I said, this happened a day or two after we had had the lemonade challenge, and it was so fresh that this was shorthand for a long conversation. Yeah. I could just say, hey, remember the lemonade challenge? Yeah. And it was there, and it triggered. And what would have been in the past, a 30, 45-minute conversation, we had the whole conversation in 12 minutes or less. And from the time I said that, we worked through three strategies in the next three or four minutes. What can you do today? to squeeze those lemons and get some lemonade. Right. And see what you're doing there too, is once you can start getting yourself in a positive state of mind, right? A positive emotion state of mind, your executive function returns to your brain. So you're able to, this is when you need it most, isn't it? When you're having those challenges, that's when gratitude can perhaps provide the most, again, benefit or value. If you say if to you, if you want to use it just for that simple reason, it's going to help you the most at those times when you need it most. When you think it might not be there, I challenge you to think, where can I find it? 
Yeah. So Steve, you know, I've been very clear with people and I remember the weekend before we launched the first challenge, I went on LinkedIn and posted a video. I'm not a big video guy on LinkedIn, but I posted a video that said, Hey, I just want to be crystal clear. If you think I'm hosting a 10 day gratitude challenge because everything in my life is rosy, you need to think again. The reason I'm doing this is because we teach best what we most need. What I most need in my life right now is a gratitude breakthrough. So we hosted a 10-day gratitude challenge, and I had a gratitude breakthrough in that challenge. We're doing another one now, and we're going to do another one. We're not sure how many more of these we're going to do. This may be something we just do regularly for some ongoing period of time because we know gratitude is the gateway. So what do you want to say about that, Steve? I do want to say something, Kevin. I'm doing this next challenge, too. Think of it like brushing your teeth. Do you brush your teeth for 10 days? And then stop. Oh, there, I'm good. I know how to do it. I know why to do it and all this stuff. Because you can know all that with gratitude too. Gratitude is like brushing your teeth. It's just something that we do each and every day. And it's to always keep it fresh. Always trying to, we don't want it to be rote. And I just see this challenge as just another way to continue on my journey, right? You, Kevin, on your journey, you listener listening to this, is that you're on this journey of living a fulfilling, thriving life and wanting to do that, spending as much time doing it. And gratitude is one of the ways that you can do this. And I mean, I don't know if it's what your thoughts are, Kevin, about these challenges in the future, but, (laughs) and maybe that's, you want to talk about that later in the, the conversation, but I want to hear some of the things you're thinking because you got a great big group of people who did the first one, another group of people doing this one. And, and I know when gratitude is done in community, like I see when I bring you know people together in workplaces and they do it together, how transformative it is. So just kind of curious some of your thoughts on that. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So thank you, Steve. And it's funny because folks, there are things, there are hopes and dreams. There are business plans that I wrote four plus years ago that went nowhere, literally went nowhere. Things I've tried before and again, but whether you want to believe this or not, that's really up to you. You can say he had this master plan. Folks, I'm not that smart. I'm just going to tell you, I'm not that smart to have had this master plan. And I said this to Steve and others, people on the team. I don't believe we found the gratitude challenge. I believe the gratitude challenge found us and we said yes to it. And because we've said yes to it, it's opening up all kinds of things because here's what I do know. Gratitude, like most of the finer things in life are better together. And when we started having people respond to the gratitude challenge, people are saying, well, wow, this is really transformative. This is powerful. What's next? And we had people that did the first gratitude challenge that signed up to do the gratitude challenge again. And folks, it's pretty much the same thing, but they just want, back you said, the brushing your teeth. So we are retooling because we had some challenges with a gratitude challenge. The challenges were using email as a delivery platform. Not all the messages were getting delivered. And we were having problems with firewalls and servers and stuff. And Steve, twice in the first week of the challenge, Steve's email, I didn't get today's email. I didn't get, so I was sitting there one day brainstorming, Steve, and how do we fix this problem? How do we fix this problem? And suddenly I thought of a tool I was introduced to. I found four years ago that I never found an opportunity to use. And it is a community platform. 
And so when we do this next gratitude challenge that begins, you can register for it the day you hear this, but it begins Monday, August 12th. We're going to do gratitude challenge, the third trip through. It's going to be a little different. And it's going to, we believe, I've said this a couple of times, gratitude is the gateway and the foundation for an extraordinary life. And we want to develop the community for you and your family, friends, your coworkers, your employees to enjoy and experience this extraordinary life that is available to all of us. That's all I'm going to say about it now. You'll hear more about it. Just want to add one thing with it, Kevin, is that for those who have taken Gratitude Challenge 1 or Gratitude Challenge 2, don't worry. You're not being shortchanged because of Gratitude 3 Challenge coming. In fact, you can do that one as well, and you're going to find, you're going to amp it up. This is going to amp it up what Kevin's got in store for you there, so I'm sure of that. Thanks, Steve. This is just such a remarkable journey that we are all on. We are all on. As I said, we were invited into this. Well, you say, well, who invited you into this? Well, that depends on how you understand the world, you know, whether it's God, the universe, karma, whatever. I happen to believe in a higher power named God. And I believe God presented this opportunity to Steve, me and the team. And we said, yes. And we're just having the time of our lives with it. Yeah, it's been very uplifting, inspiring to be a part of this. And not just for me personally, but just seeing what it's being able to do in other people's lives, Kevin. Oh, absolutely. And you listening, there are things, I've said this once before, now is not the time for me to be able to share some of these stories. There are things that are happening that are very personal to me that come very close to home. And if you know me, you know I'm a family guy. There are things, it's not yet time to share, but I'm watching gratitude at work. And I hope that there is an opportunity to share those. But I know this. I told Steve, I remember a Friday morning, I texted Steve. It was the week before the gratitude challenge started. And I said, Steve, whatever happens with the gratitude challenge next week, it's been worthwhile. What happened today? And it goes back to that one line from your book, Steve. I'm going to quote it. And I want you to talk about it as we wrap up here. You are worthy and you have much to be grateful for. I remember calling you like, where did you come up with this? It's a profound line and it's yeah. life changing. And I mean, not just life changing for me, for many other people that I've shared that with. Yeah. When we hold that belief, it removes the ceiling that can, that can feel like is keeping you trapped in this unending cycle of survival of never having enough. And when you're in that spot, and I know because I have been in that spot, it can seem like there's no hope. And you look up and you see other people that have hope and are thriving. And it's like, there's no way I can get to it. And the thing that keeps us trapped in there is if we don't believe that we're worthy, if we don't believe that we have much to be grateful for, we'll continue that cycle. And so what I just would invite you to do, no matter where you are, on that spectrum of what I call surviving to thriving, that hierarchy, is to hold on to the belief that, yes, you are worthy, and yes, I have much to be grateful for, because it opens the door yeah. to you being able to find the good in your life. And you can transform that ceiling into a platform mm. that you can stand on. 
And that when even things are shaky and the world around you is rocking, you have a solid platform on which you stand. And you might be able to look down at that surviving mode, but you don't spend time there. You are living a life that's thriving and you're better able to deal with the challenges that we know you're, are going to come your way. Yeah, and I love that. We talked about that more in episode 101, the unrelenting force. Yeah, the unrelenting force is continuing. It is. It is continually pulling at us. That's that negative attribution bias that we have that we're so hyper-focused on the negative so that even when we're up there thriving, it's easy to get drawn back down. But if we know that we're worthy and we have much to be grateful for, you're positioning yourself to resist that and overcome it, do more than overcome it. And this 10-day gratitude challenge just illustrates it. And Kevin, I know you've got countless stories from people that have talked to you and spoken to you directly because you're the main, you're the conduit in which this is all moving through. And so I'm grateful to you for inviting me to be a part of this and grateful to you, the listener, for considering it. And for those of you who have taken part in it, and I encourage you to spread it because with it, I see this more than knowledge, but this gift that you have received and how it's helped you move. I think with every gift, and I don't want to make you use guilt, but with gift, there's only one appropriate response and that's gratitude. And it's like, so how can you say thank you and pay it forward to somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. So Steve, I'm going to return to where we started. We started with this hypothesis. Can 10 days of gratitude really make a difference? We believe it can. It's really up to you, the listener, to join us and to say, what have I got to lose? I mean, Steve, how much time does it take to have a gratitude practice in a day before we sign off here? Just I tell people you have, if you are really doing a lot, you know, somewhere 48 minutes is what I'm... Four to eight, not 48. Yeah, four to eight. Somewhere between four to eight. I kind of sometimes average out, say, six minutes a day. And, that, and you can do four simple practices that will help you make gratitude a way of life. So. so we're not talking about hours a day. We're not even talking about a half hour a day. We're not even, you may not even spend 10 minutes a day, but we believe that you have the time and that if you invest the time, it will make a world of difference in your life. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Steve. This is so fun. I'm not sure what we'll do next in terms of a podcast, but I know we're going to continue this journey, and I'm just excited for what lies ahead for us. Before I put a bow on today's conversation, I want to invite you to listen to one more reflection on the Gratitude Challenge. Here it comes. This is Gary Turner from the UK. Just want to say thank you all for setting up this gratitude challenge. I've managed to keep on top of it, I would say probably for seven out of the 10, now 11 days. The biggest takeaway for me is actually around intentionality and how we really have to give ourselves permission to stop and go deep on gratitude and get below the surface level of gratitude. Quite often I pay thanks and that is very sincere, but it's not to the same level of depth as gratitude where you really, as you would call, amp it up or look to try and really go a bit deeper on it. And give you one example that I've shared with Kevin just now via email is that I actually really struggled, which surprised me to publicly thank the cleaners at Heathrow Airport for the great work they do in keeping the toilets clean and safe. 
it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. Two or three times I went to go and say thank you to them. And just the socialization of the situation just stops me doing it. And it's really quite shocking for me. So my biggest takeaway from this particular challenge is to be even more intentional than I am. I'm very much a heart-based leader. But from the gratitude side, I really want to spend more time being intentional and really thinking, reflecting and sharing my gratitude, my deepest gratitude for those in my world that help amplify its beauty, its tolerance and also its ability to connect. And that's people in different walks of life. So thank you all. It will definitely stay with me. And I look forward to seeing the impact that it's had on others. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Gary. Thanks, Marianne, for the comment we played earlier. And thanks, Steve, for joining me for this vital conversation about gratitude. We do believe that gratitude is powerful, that gratitude is what makes the shift for you and me. You know, it's funny that in one way, nothing changes about your life. Yet in another way, everything changes because a shift has happened. And as Anais Nin said, we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. And gratitude is the gateway and the foundation for this extraordinary life that you and I are invited to live, love, and lead. So I want to invite you to join us. We've got another gratitude challenge starting Monday, August 12th. Go to thegratitudechallenge.community. That's an interesting domain, .community, because as I've said before, like the best things in life, gratitude is also better together. We hope you will join us for the next 10-day gratitude challenge and see what difference 10 days of gratitude will make in your life. Do you have a high-stakes initiative that is stuck, stalled out, or stymied, and you're not sure what to do now and how to forge a path forward? The situation is not as grim as you think it is. We can help. Contact Kevin to explore how a winning conversation may be exactly what you need to break the gridlock, unite your team in purpose, and accelerate traction. Call 678-744-5111 or email kevin at higherpurposepodcast.com.